What's up, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Zero Chance Podcast. I'm Brady Phelps at Lob Shots. I am joined, as always, by Rick from RJ's Fro. Hey, what's your last name, guy? It's uh, Romero. Rick Romero. What's up, Rick Romero? How are you, man? I'm doing good. Doing good. So uh, something kind of funny, you know, we set the scene for you guys. We are normally at the home of the Zero Chance podcast, Thunderhawk Ailments. We're at our second home right now. Yeah, it has become our second home. There are times when we have scheduling conflicts or potentially uh, Thunderhawk. Yes. has scheduling conflicts with John. Yeah. And uh, and so today was one of those where he said, I will gracefully send you over to Aylesmith today, our second home. And so here we are. And yeah. when we rolled up, it was a, a little bit of a different, um, we were both a little bit hungry. So we got into a little little food truck action, yeah. which was cool. That's um, when we got a, we, we split a chicken quesadilla. And what's funny is that these little, these little lollipop things were there. And I, picked one up and i'm like and i kind of was looking at it and the guy just said for the for you those are free and i was like oh okay thank you and i don't i mean they're called sandy brochas rianas uh riano con polvito in choloso i don't i don't even know i don't know what any i'm gonna bust mine open right now okay good so i so i asked the guy i said all right cool man uh thank you i'll i was like what is it and his answer to me when i said what is it was it's from Mexico. <laughs> You're slurping away at it right now. What what is it? It's uh um, it's from Mexico. It's like it's like watermelon, but it's also like it's got like a oh, it is it is lime juice or it something. It is red on it. And, and green, so that would make sense if yeah. it was a little watermelon y. It's, it's not bad. Um but I do think it was funny that it, like his what is it? It's from Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> like what? <laughs> what is it? What is that supposed to mean? It's from Mexico? That's maybe the worst answer I've ever received to a question. What is it? It's from Mexico. Yeah. Okay, I don't know how I feel about it. If you're going to be slurping away, I think you need to put this thing down. You're already reminding me of Woods when he was dipping and spitting <laughs> on the podcast, and you could pick up every little sound that and he our, made. Yeah, our mics picked up everything. Yeah, everything. That. Yeah. So then we come in to grab a beer, and I open my wallet, and my debit card was showing. And normally I keep my, you know, my main credit card in the front. And then my debit card's behind it. So whenever I see the debit card in front, I think to myself, oh, no, where did I leave my credit card? Like, everybody has that feeling when they open up their wallet and what they expect to see is not what they see first. Yeah. It's this, oh, no, where did I leave it, you know? Because yeah. I've, you know, it's, the, especially if it's not one of your normal spots or it's out of town or if it's even a different, like a, a fully different city. Or, yeah. It's just the worst. And... And then, luckily, my card was right behind it, so it was no big deal. And then I paid for you know the beer, and then yeah. we go outside to pick up our food, and the bartender comes out and hands <laughs> me the card. Running out, he's like, <laughs> "Here's your card. You forgot your card, bro." And I'm like, "You gotta be kidding me! I just <laughs> talked about what a Munson. Like, who does that? I like literally just said, I don't like it. I fear losing my card, yeah. and then I just left yeah. it at the bar. And then you left it. Yeah, what a big dummy. And you almost ran over a guy too. Well, okay, we, I didn't think we were going to talk about that, but yeah. I mean... I didn't almost run over. So I was coming into the parking lot. I saw you walk... <laughs> by the way, three minutes early. We I was three minutes early. You were also early. I don't know how I many minutes because... Yeah, a lot, at, at a least, lot of minutes At early. least four minutes yeah, early. Yeah. And you were walking in the... in the You know, we were here at Ailes, I was standing so were, in the front on my phone. Well, you Waiting. I saw you yeah. walking from your car. And when I saw you walking from your car, I kind of like gunned it into the driveway because I was going to... You know, just kind of mess with you, like revving it up as I came at you. And as I started to gun it, I saw some other dude off to the side. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. And I slammed on the brakes. I'm like, sorry, bro. 
come yeah. on through. And so, of course, I went up to him like you any apologize. gentleman would. And I yeah. went up and said, hey, man, I'm so sorry. I came in hot on the driveway yeah. there. I was trying to mess with my buddy. And there you yeah. were. And you got in the you know the line of fire. And he's like, oh, it's totally cool. That's really nice of you, dude. Yeah. Come say and sorry. As you, as you pointed as me, at me, I was like, I've never seen that guy before <laughs> in my life. Like, what are you talking about? Who's, who's this idiot? Who's this guy? Yeah, never yeah. seen him before in my life. And then, uh, and then, just now, um, you know, full disclosures, we always are here on the Zero Chance Pod. I uh, went down to get our second beverage. We had a little, we had a good time hanging out ahead of time, yeah. talking, setting up. Eating and, our uh, quesadilla. Eating our quesadilla because nobody would eat on a podcast. No. That's crazy talk. No. And uh, so I went and got us a second beverage. And when I was down there, I had brought my glass down. And the, the guy working, working the tap here at Alesmith said, hey, man. Thank you so much for bringing your empty glass. <laughs> like people don't do that. It's really yeah. considerate of you. Yeah. It's like wow. Well, I do that all the time too. I feel like it's considerate. It is considerate. Yeah. Yeah. So Especially everyone listening, I know you're all beer drinkers out there. Yeah. At least those of you who are. Yeah. Bring back your glasses don't to the be bar. A jerk. Yeah. They appreciate that kind of stuff. Actually, funny story. I went and saw. I'll be the judge of that. Go ahead. <laughs> I went and saw a Solo this weekend. So did I. Did you? Yes. We, we can. We somewhat can, talk about we can't it. Really. We won't give spoilers. Yeah. We won't give any spoilers. Okay, that's good. But, actually, um, that's I went to topic. the uh, the lot at Liberty Station. Oh, okay. That's where uh, Hardwick always goes with his kids. Oh Liberty yeah, we Station went together. Lot. No. Oh yeah, you, you're one. Of, you're about the same size as one of his kids. <laughs> yeah, they're eight. Uh, kidding, six, kidding. Maybe four. Um, and then uh, I went to uh, Tender Greens afterwards oh, yeah. to eat. I love Tender Greens. Yeah, Tender Greens is fantastic. very expensive. Very expensive. But very good food. You can make two meals out of it too. That's true. Yeah. yeah, you can do a little splitty. Because there's like kind of a lot with the salad. Split a roux. Yeah, you get some mashed potatoes are amazing. Yeah, it's, um, and they have all the skin is kind of still in the taters. I feel like. Uh, sometimes. No? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's in there a little bit. I thought. Yeah. I think it's a, a nice quirky thing that they yeah. do. I don't know. Anyways, regardless, I finish my food outside and then mm-hmm. I put everything on a tray and start to bring it inside and. The missus was like, what are you doing? Like, you're supposed to just leave it on the table. I'm like, no, no, I'm just going to bring it inside and put it, like, near the trash can or whatever. There's no trash can inside. <laughs> so oh, I walked know. in, and I would just, like, basically just put it on another table inside. <laughs> <laughs> and she's all, you just put it on the table inside there, didn't you? I'm like, yes, I did. You're like, sir, this place is not designed for <laughs> considerate people. We expect everyone to be a jerk yeah. and to leave I was, like, their... trying to be nice, I know. and it just and you, you paid blew the, up in you, my face. You paid the price. Yeah. yeah. It's not the first time that's happened to either one of us. Try to be nice guys, and it ends up coming <laughs> to bite us. Not great. Not great, Bob. So, anyway, so here we are. We're here at Alesmith. It's good. Oh, as I got the second beer, that's what I was starting to say. I, there's a, a guy, <laughs> I got to look over my shoulder. A guy walked in, and he's carrying like a little, like a, like a little satchel bag, like a, but like a yeah. carrying case. Yeah. Not really like a, I was like, what is that? And uh, <laughs> sure enough, this little, this little dog pops his head out. I think it was like a Pomeranian or something. Was that that guy that came up here earlier? No, no, no. That oh, guy, okay. That was, that was like a briefcase, oh. not, not a dog <laughs> carrying bag. Um, but yeah, anyway, I thought that was really funny that he just rolled in carrying a little dog yeah. in a bag. And I was like, yeah. I'm talking about, you, you don't, do you have a dog? I do. Well, I, little Jables. I, little Jables? Yeah. What does that mean? So you know Jack Black? Yeah. His nickname is Jables from oh. Tenacious D. I know Tenacious D. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, we named him after him. Jables. It's Sir Jables, technically, oh. yeah. I had a, a snake when I was a little kid that we named Sir Hiss. You and those snakes. I Yeah, I know. I think weird. we. This we one was one I caught in in my backyard when I was like six, though. Like yeah. I, Not my backyard. What I kind can't. of snake was it? It was just a little garter snake. Oh, okay. okay. The ones that I had as I was older were like ball pythons yeah. and, and red yeah. red Colombian, okay. uh, uh, geez, Colombian boas. 
red tail Colombian boas. Albino. Very, very rare. Anyway, done with snakes. Snakes are no, no longer part of my life. Although, my kids, um, so we had a, uh, we had a betta fish, and the betta fish just passed away uh-huh. this week. Uh, it's very sad. And I told the kids, I said, hey, guys, I have you know bad news. My kids are six and eight. I know I repeat this all the time, but new listeners, you know. So you, you broke the news to them, and you just didn't try to replace it. No, no. I feel uh, if they were younger... That's a that's a that's a move for like you know smaller kids that okay. wouldn't be my kids would have known in a heartbeat okay. like he had started kind of changing color you know gotten the you know kind of like with old dogs you know like if you have a let's say you have a golden retriever you know like their face when they're young versus their face when they're really old you know yeah. their their fur gets you know gray lighter, and yeah. lighter and and so maybe not gray but whiter yeah um, anyway same thing with a beta just kind of was changing color so you can tell it was on its last. <laughs> Finn. Yeah. And uh, I was going to say, last like, and I started laughing, and it's just not funny. It's mean. <laughs> the, it's last anyway, glorious it's last Finn. little Finn. Yeah. And, uh, and so I, we, you know, I kind of have a thing where I tell my kids that um, it's going to go to fish heaven. And the way to fish heaven is, of course, in the toilet. Yeah. And so we, you know, take it around the, the toilet bowl. And so I brought it in there, and I, I said to my, my son, he's six, and, you know, he's pretty, he's like, he had killed the previous beta prior to that because he just dumped a whole thing of food in and I didn't know it. Yeah. He just went and found the food and dumped a whole thing in and then I just went in and it was just like a floating fish in a sea of food. And I was like, oh gosh. And he kind of, he's like, what happened, dad? I'm like, uh, looks like he might've got overfed. <laughs> you know, like, I didn't know what to say. And he was like, oh, too bad. Can we get another one? Like he just didn't care at all. Yeah. He was maybe four. And now two years later, this happened and he was seemed fine he was like oh no oh that's too bad and then we got in to the toilet and i said hey buddy do you want to do you want to say a little prayer for uh for the fish and he was like yeah i do and he was like dear jesus thank you for this day and he started bawling like six years old <laughs> full-on bawling yeah and i'm like it's okay buddy and my my eight-year-old daughter's like it's okay like rubbing his back you know my my wife came in and she was like what is going on in here? Like, how is he this emotional about it? And then, and so he started crying. So then we flush it and I, you know, it was, I mean, it's so adorable. So I'm like cuddling with him and like, you know, telling him like, it's okay, bud. And making sure that, you know, he, everything was going to be okay. And then, you know, waited a day, <laughs> waited a whole day before we went and got another second fish. Yeah. And what started this whole story is when we got the second fish, there was a snake there at Petco where the pets go. And the guy pulled it out, and the kids were like looking at it and kind of petting it. <laughs> the look you just gave—that was a snake, and the guy pulled it out. Uh, he was cleaning uh, the tank or the terrarium, okay. I guess you would say. Yeah. And and so the kids were checking it out. So I don't know. I kind of feel like maybe maybe my son has a little bit of a snake thing like his dad did. Oh no! What's going on over my shoulder here, Mike? You, you got some. Uh, you're really distracting me, by <laughs> is, is it the was, briefcase podcast yes, guy? Is. is he setting up for a podcast? I don't know. Are we going to have to fight? You know how we like to fight with other podcasts? I know. I know. Now I feel like I'm whispering. Like, I don't want to hear. I don't want him to hear. We me. don't want him to hear what we're saying now. He's going to steal right. it. Enough of that. Anyway, no. well, maybe at least he's not the little dog guy. Yeah. Oh, so I am. I do want to get a dog for my kids, but yeah. I'm all about getting a big dog. Dude, dogs are the best. They're the best ever. They're so amazing. so I I grew up with a yellow lab, and my best friend in the whole world was this dog like hands down and and so i i want to create that for my kids and so my natural inclination is to get a yellow lab as well 
Um, but I know they, they do shed a lot too. And I'm like, my yeah. wife didn't grow up. My wife was like my kids so far, just pet fish. And I'm like, that doesn't count. Those aren't real pets. Yeah. And, and so she's a little less inclined and it's hard for me if I'm at work all day to be like, Hey, we're getting a dog. Good luck. I'll see you tonight. Yeah. You know, and like have fun have potty fun training, training though, and right? potty training and cleaning yeah. up after it. So it's, it's going to be a little bit of a tough sell, I think. Um, actually, that's not true. It was a tough sell for a long time. Now she's ready, but now I just have to make sure I do it right. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I want to go to Yellow Lab, but I, I, I don't know. I feel there's so many options. I just don't know which one to choose. Yeah. I don't know. Dogs are amazing, though. They are. It's, it's going to be worth it. Like, just, just keep telling her, driving that home. Dogs are amazing. They're the best. They are, and she's gonna, and she she'll quickly realize how. And I, yeah. in the beginning, I know I'll have to give a lot of extra effort to get her on the same page, but it'll it'll be the same. So, all right, listen, I know we we haven't officially, you know, we've just been kind of catching up and hey, what's up? But I feel like we need to start with some, you know, pretty sad news that we just got on on Twitter today. Yeah. Uh, it was an hour ago prior to this recording, and uh, we got a tweet from Ted Leitner. Um, says this, I've always tried to be honest with the radio and TV audience, so we'll do that now also. I have cancer and we'll be off the Padres broadcast indefinitely after Wednesday's game. Thank you, Padres fans and Aztecs family for all your support these wonderful years. Man, that is some tough, tough, a, tough news to swallow. A, that was a gut punch. Absolutely a gut punch. It's just, um, you know, I feel like uh, Uncle Teddy... Ted Leitner over the years I mean he's been the Padres guy since what 1980 yeah I mean he's been here for every significant sports memory that mm-hmm. anybody in our generation or past has experienced yeah and being the voice of the team and I know that you know he's what he does is I mean, he not stirs only the Padres too. Like, like he's been in San Diego. Yeah, you know, he was the Chargers, San Diego the Aztecs, Clippers, the Clippers. You know, it's just he was always on the news. He had the radio yeah, show. Yeah, the news, the radio, the everything. And it's funny. He, you know, AC wrote a, a column about him making this announcement with some quotes, and he said a comment, which is you know a sobering thing to say. And it was that the the thing that he regrets is that he hasn't appreciated the ride. Like he hasn't been appreciating what he's been. I'm paraphrasing, but the experiences that he's had because he feels like he's never worked a day in his life. You know, he feels like what he does is what he loves and therefore it's not work. And so, you know, feels incredibly blessed, but it feels like, you know, he's thankful that if something like this was going to happen to him, it's happened this late in his career. He's 70. Yeah. Um, He's not in the prime of his career. Um, And, and it feels, you know, I don't know. It was sobering for me to hear. Like, I just haven't appreciated anything. And I know that, you know, he has, yeah, he's been a controversial figure at times for Padres fans over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, I think certainly when you look at his full body of work, you know, overwhelmingly people in favor. I mean, I think just a a very small um, a small sample of that is this tweet. I mean, it's only an hour old. Um, it already has thirteen hundred likes, thirteen hundred plus likes. Over five hundred people have responded to him. Yeah, you know, I I wrote back, prayers up to you, sir. You know, I. I I think you, you responded too, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I think I said something along the lines of Uncle Teddy, he's got this. If anyone could kick cancer's ass, it's going to be Uncle Teddy. Yeah. Yeah, um, and, I, and that's and really I think that all, some sort of combination of the two comments that we made yeah. is what probably, you know, those everyone, 500 people. Yeah. And just the you know, you hate 
anytime um, something like this, this news hits. I mean, yeah. cancer is just the worst. It's and, the worst. Hate it. And, but sometime, you know, Padres, Twitter, and, um, you know, media here in San Diego, you know, old media, new media, and uh, Padres fans or Padres fans but love to hate on the team, um, San Diego Charger fans versus people who chose to follow the team to L.A. Mm-hmm. and still cheer for the team versus those who are, no way, we're loyal to San Diego to the core, you know, screw Dean Spanos. And, you know, this the, the amount of dissension amongst the San Diego kind of sports Twitter community or just sports community in general, it's just there's it, there's always people picking sides and picking fights. And, and, um, and I've been, you know, a part of that many times, as I'm sure you have as well, maybe not as much as me, but... Um, you know, it takes kind of these sobering moments um, to kind of watch the community really rally together. Like, yeah. no one's going to be like, no, who's going to say something negative? I mean, who knows? Maybe out of these 500 whatever comments, there has been something negative. I find that hard to believe, but yeah, sometimes people can be pretty terrible. But the point is, like, it, like do you do you think? I mean, you know, you had a chance to kind of look at Twitter over the last hour and check out, like, what is kind of your reaction and response been to the like the outpouring of love for for Leitner? That's the thing. It's just that's all it's been. That's all I've seen is the outpouring of love for him because it's somebody who's been there through the bad times of Padres baseball or Chargers football or whatever. Like like I said too, he did Clippers basketball. He did Aztec right. fo- football. You know, um, it's like a little bit of 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 everything here in San Diego. Um, and he was always there for everybody. You know, it's like he was, that's why they call him uncle Teddy, you know, always there. Uh, so it was kind of, kind of cool to see everyone rallying around him and just saying, just, you know, you're just, you're, you're going to be good. You're going to be good. You're going to kick this, kick this right in the butt and, and just, you're going to beat it and you're going to be back calling Padre games in no time. Yeah, man. And I, I guess, um, Tony Gwynn Jr. is going to be filling in for him with yeah. Jesse uh, until he, you know, beats this thing and comes back. Hopefully, yeah. it'll be a, just a short stint, um, you know, for Uncle Teddy's sake. Yeah, um, it's a tumor in his kidney, and I guess um, Thursday, which is two days from this recording, you know, he'll have it removed. And um, man, it's just just really sobering. And I know it's not a, you know, certainly a fun thing to way to start a, a podcast, but um, you know, I can't think of a more current, you know, sports media icon here yeah. in San Diego. I mean, everybody knows Ted. I've Lightner. always loved Uncle Teddy. It's funny, like how we were talking about how there was a time when he was a little, you know, a little divisive. Yeah. You know, some people didn't like him. Some people loved him. Yeah. But I feel like that's when it was the more of the Ted Lightner character, you know. Ted Leitner, the person, is a great guy. I've yeah. met him many times. I've many conversations yeah. with him. Always nicest guy to me. Yeah, and yeah. He's been and great. Both of us have been lucky enough to kind of spend time with with Leitner over the years. And, yeah, and it's um, I don't know. It, it is really cool because you know what? I don't know who are we? You know, like, and he's been a San Diego sports media legend for almost what four decades yeah and longer than i've been alive yeah wait was that was i was that born a, in 1981 i just thought that maybe that was another age joke no no no, no i was born know, in 1981 so, yeah. and he was uh around in 1980 yeah yeah you were just a little little 
19 was it 1980 with him i think that's what ac's article said okay um i didn't fact check kevin on that but yeah. um anyway kind of crazy and the and the wild thing uh just you know as far as irony and timing goes is that you had actually texted me yeah about uncle teddy that's insane earlier today yes so why don't you i mean i think it's it's fitting and i i think it's kind of a fun everybody knows you're a bobblehead dork yes and you're obsessed with bobbleheads and this is like your collecting thing and so i didn't know that there was a ted i I did not know there was a ted lightner bobblehead yeah and I certainly didn't know that it was so sought after that you have spent years to find it. So it's funny. Let's so let's hear the story, big guy. I have I have like probably like 161 bobbleheads. I thought now. it was 151 from last time we talked. Dude, have you already bought 10? I, I've I've gotten a lot more. Oh my! We there was I got a week ago. I got the special edition 98 sets. So oh, the orange the, orange base. Okay. I got the two Marvel ones. I got. <laughs> hold, on. Um, hold on. I feel like I feel like too. this is okay. So the four game. The four game series celebrating the ninety eight yeah, team. Yeah. So they handed out at the stadium, you know and the blue base. Right. And yeah. I told you yeah. that I've got another, you know, kind of friend that is a bobblehead collector guy as well. And he couldn't you know, the one that he couldn't get was Trevor. And so one of my other mutual friends went and he bought it off of him for fifteen bucks. And so he finished out his set for 15 bucks for the Trevor one. And then yeah. within like two days later, the Padres online posted, hey, if you missed one of your bobbleheads, you can pick anyone up for $10 a pop. Uh-huh. And I thought that was hilarious. It's kind of funny because I'm always looking on eBay for bobbleheads. Oh, the, if there's anything the new that I don't have. Tanked. Um, yeah. And that was like, it was like all 98 bobbleheads. And now it's just like, there's no wah, bids on wah. anything. <laughs> it's like, oh, cool. Two ninety nine free shipping. Yeah. Okay. I'll take it. Yeah. Done and done. Yeah. That's pretty, uh, that's pretty funny. So, okay. So you're saying you've gotten 10 since we last spoke. Okay. Yeah. You do have a problem. Go I ahead. do have a problem. Yeah. But I'm, I'm close to completing my collection. Okay. Like every single Padres and Padres minor league bobblehead. Okay. Which is scary it's scary it is it's a big deal yeah. that, that right there makes me think that um you know the Padres need to start coming out with more just so you can you know <laughs> they're coming out with your... a lot this year so it's, yeah it's hard to keep up but uh the Ted Leitner one mm-hmm. I don't know anything was, about it it was always one so I it KFMB gave them away okay at one point and I remember I even talked to Teddy about this and I said hey you know I've I've always you know, been looking for your bobblehead and I, I can't get it anywhere. And he's like, Oh, I think I have some in storage somewhere. I'll have to try to like track it down or whatever. And so, you know, like I'm not going to look for a bobblehead. He's, he's, I'm thinking, you know, Ted Leitner is not going to look for one. Of course he's not. Yeah. He's, he's going to be like completely blown. Yeah, smoke. Yeah, <laughs> no I know, way. Exactly. I'm like, okay, so it's all, it's all on me still. I got to find this. Bobblehead. Teddy, if you're listening, sorry. Sorry <laughs> about that. I'm sure you were looking. <laughs> uh, yeah. Joe Schmo me here. Um, but, uh, finally out of the blue, this Ted Leitner bobblehead appeared on eBay and I scooped it up immediately. Did you have any competition? Uh, it was a buy it now. Oh, so there was no bidding or anything. And do I you, just do you want to talk about how much you, you spent or is uh, this, uh, it, it, it had make an offer. I think they were asking thirty nine ninety nine for it plus shipping. And I offered thirty bucks, and they accepted it right away. Okay, so I paid it right away, and that's good. Might you be didn't... at my house now. Oh, I don't okay. know. Well, that's good. You didn't do the sucker move of yeah. just swooping the buy it now. Yeah, yeah, no. That's no. for chumps. No, exactly. I always try to go like even if I'm saving like five bucks or whatever. Yeah, I I'll try to do thing. that. 
but yeah, no, it's it's crazy because then I was texting you today. I said I finally got the elusive Ted Lightner bobblehead. Right. And then just this news broke, and I'm like, oh god, man. I know. It's sad. It is super sad. He's gonna kick it though. He's gonna kick its ass. I uh, I have no doubt that he is a fighter. I don't know anything about his particular case, obviously, but um, man, we're pulling for you, Teddy. Yeah, that is uh, that is a tough pill to swallow, my friend. Um, what's wild to me, and I know there's no real transition out of talking about you know someone close to San Diego fans' hearts about having cancer and be like, hey, let's talk about this. But yeah. it is kind of a weird time in sports right now because. I feel like there's a lot of major things happening, but not really a lot of it is like on the radar of San Diego sports fans. Yeah. You know, and I know that, you know, we, we all have our own, like right now, you know, so uh, let me ask you this. Do you even know who's in the NHL finals? Uh, don't look at your phone. Don't cheat. Yeah, of course I know who it is. <laughs> don't, don't cheat. You don't che- you're ridiculous. cheating. You're looking. I know you're don't looking. Don't be ridiculous. Don't be ridiculous, it's Johnny. Obviously. I know it's the Knights. I know it's the Knights. What um, what city are they in? Las Vegas. Okay, that's good. Las Vegas. How many years have they been in the league? Uh, one. It's their first year. First year. Okay. First year. I know this. Who are they playing? Uh, they are playing... Um, Definitely uh, not any de- team from no. you know, Washington. Uh, the Washington Capitals. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, you knew that. I knew that. <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> and you know, like... Like, I, it's, it's I, I the do Golden know. Knights, by the way, yeah, not the Golden the, Knights. Yeah, not just the Knights. I know that the Golden Knights were 51, 24, and 7. <laughs> okay, this year. now you're full of it. <laughs> and I do know how many IBUs not. are in those wins. Jerk. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of IBUs. Tons of IBUs. So the Golden Knights, man, they pulled off game so, one. So that's like the feel good story for the NHL this Absolutely. year. Absolutely. Like, so nobody on. thought that they would be here at right. this point. I'm not. Listen. If you're listening right now, don't think we're about to, you know, go into some long, you know, journey into the NHL season or anything like that. But I will say, like, this is, and it, it's not the same as any like franchise that starts like when the Expos and the Padres came in in '69. You know, it's not they had a bunch of sc- scrubs for the most part. Like this team was, they were able to pick from a lot of stars, and yeah. and so it is different. But man, to be first year in the league and make a run at the finals. And then actually win a game in the finals, and who knows? Maybe they're going to win it all. I mean, that is absolutely bananas. Yeah, absolutely bananas. So even not being—I mean, I'll be honest—I was watching Game Seven of the Western Conference Finals instead of watching Game One of the Stanley Cup Finals. Yeah. While, uh, actually, no, I don't even think it was on at the same time as the Padres game, but. There was, was a lot of sporting events this week. Right, and that's yeah. the thing. So there's the you know the NHL finals, there's yeah. the NBA championships now, there's yeah. uh F one is going on. I know that's not like something. It was it was like the perfect weekend for Darren Smith and his seventeen yeah, TVs yeah, exactly. that he has at his house. Yeah. Yeah. And uh even uh, uh Serena Williams is back. She won. I don't know what. Something in hey. France. The French Open, maybe? Well, I don't know. I don't even know. It's but exci- she won, exciting. she's back. Exciting. But she's I'm back. saying there's a lot of things going on and man. I, do you listen to the Malcolm Gladwell uh, podcast all revisionist history? I don't. I should though. It's very good. I heard it's really good. It's yes. it's very good. Um, Malcolm, I mean, it's in, just insanely well produced. It reminds me of Serial in like the level of quality. The of Zero it. Chance podcast. <laughs> it reminds, me, it reminds the, you of. It reminds me of the Zero Chance quality about yeah. the unparalleled quality of yeah. uh, you know about how sometimes they can people can hear you and on the mic and sometimes they can't. And I know. Yeah, Free Brady. Yeah, Free Brady Free movement Brady. is strong. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I I listened to his today and it was a um or 
this morning, I guess. And this is, it's funny because, you know, I do listen to a significant amount of podcasts. Um, but it's only when I'm commuting. My commute to work's about 20 minutes, so there's 40 minutes a day. And yeah. it's really rare that throughout the day I have time to listen much. So, I don't know, do the math, 40 minutes a day or so if I'm not talking on the phone or I'm not even listening to other. I mean, I've, we've, I don't know, this sounds probably super cocky, but we have a ton of friends in radio in San Diego. So depending on when we're in the car, yeah. I'm like, okay, who would I rather listen to right now? Like, would I rather listen to some of my friends that are on the radio or would I rather listen to a podcast? And and then there's just so many, I mean, I don't have time to listen to all these Padres podcasts and, you know, but Revisionist History from Malcolm Gladwell is very powerful, very good. And he just did a, it was a, an episode on CTE. Mm. And sort of telling the story of a family of a kid who, you know, ended up committed suicide, suicide, and fa- being found with CTE. And I don't want to give it away, but I would highly recommend um, listening to that podcast. And and uh, but it started making me seriously question. You know, I I played a lot of football. I didn't actually start until eighth grade, but I played football. You know, through high school, and then actually, you know, decided against playing in college, but. Um, and I look back and feel like that was one of the wisest decisions that I've ever made in my life. Yeah. And I am, you know, very, very thankful and grateful because I feel like I still have a very, you know, secure head on my shoulders. And, um, I know everybody out there would debate that heavily. Well, really? You sure about that, bud? (laughs) Uh, but I, I, I listened to this man and I started feeling like am I, you know, am I part of the problem just for being a fan, you know? And I've never felt that way. I've always kind of felt like, listen, these guys know the risks. You know, I've you know good friends with a lot of um, former NFL players, and you know they'll tell you like, hey, you know, we might not have known the risks, but even knowing them now, I probably would have taken them because of the lifestyle that it's afforded. You know, their families, and um, it's not uniform across the board. Some would say, if I knew then what I know now, no chance. And yeah. But I listened to this podcast, and I never, I didn't think that I would ever let my son play football. But after listening, there's zero chance that he ever plays. Uh, no, like, yeah, it's absolutely no brainer for me. And I, everyone, everyone is different, you know. And I know that like there are like people that you know come from places where their life is stacked up against them, and they need football to get out. And I, you know, who am I to question that and that decision and providing for, you know. Uh, their family and possibly generations of families um, with the resources that come from football. But yeah. man, it, it, and I, I don't have a definitive, you know, this is one way or the other on this at all. And I certainly, as we've talked about many times before, and we'll probably even get any more in this podcast. We don't tell people how to fan, you know, like this is how you should be a fan or how you shouldn't be a fan or what you should believe or shouldn't believe. Yeah. But we do have our own convictions and I got to be honest, man, I'm, str- I'm struggling to even, watch any football right watch now football, huh? just just based on um feeling like i'm contributing to you know the demise of individuals that maybe just don't know any better for themselves yeah and I, even that sounds condescending i don't mean it like that or um i just oh man these guys are killing like quite literally killing themselves out there yeah. and it's um it's just wild to think about. Anyway, I don't even know. I know we're talking about sports, and now we're you know we were talking about oh, hockey. Well, it was like oh, people, you know all these different sports things, quick. and it made me think about yeah. football and like oh OTAs, and I'm like I don't like the Chargers sent out the tweet today. I do still follow the team on Twitter. Um, you know, full disclosure, I'm friends with a guy who runs their social media, 
and I think he's great. But you know, this is his livelihood, and this is living. He's up in LA, and I, when they left, I even remember sending him a note, being like, "Hey, man, I've appreciated our friendship over the years, and I, you know, I'm thankful. You know, the Chargers really helped. Like during the pancake campaign for Charity Water, they did some posts and and um, you know helped gain traction and stuff. And I was always thankful for that on their social media front. And I. I did send a note just saying like I I'm gonna be saying probably a lot of not nice things about the Spanos family and the team, but I just want you to know that doesn't reflect on you as a person, the job that you do or anything. Anyway, follow them on social media. They posted somebody's birthday today. No clue who it was. <laughs> Never heard of the guy. <laughs> like no clue. I, yeah. I I have no idea. And I saw some article about Philip Rivers saying um, he hopes that uh, the Chargers reconsider signing Gates now that Hunter Henry's out for the season. Yeah. Because they you know can Gates. What do you think about that? I know you're a Dolphins fan, but I know you have opinions on it when it comes to the guys like Gates and Rivers. I mean, they. Sh- I feel like they burned that bridge already, though, with Gates, right? Wouldn't it be amazing, though, if Spanos called up Gates? It's like, hey, bud. If you're you know, Gates, do you go, like, I want you to publicly, like, apologize to me at that point? Yeah, yeah. I say, I want you to publicly apologize to me and say yeah. we treated you poorly. Yeah. And then I'll tell you no. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's, that's, exactly. What, I, that's yeah. what I want. That's my perfect yeah. scenario is for Gates to string him along. I mean, because honestly, does Gates really need to play like this year? I, I mean, dude, I don't know. He's, this, he's already a Hall of Famer at this point. Yeah, I know. But who, you never you just never know where guys are. Did you know that Gates used to play basketball? <laughs> that's, that's I don't know if you've heard that ever, but it's true. He did. He used to play. Did you Kent know State. Will Venable used to play basketball too? <laughs> is that a fact? Huh. I always yeah. heard that had something to do with yeah. his... Uh, his uh, development was that he wasn't able to focus on baseball. Yeah, yeah he's baseball young. Baseball, he's baseball young. Baseball young. Who would he's have a basketball thought? Basketball player. Yeah. God, man. Tony Gwynn played basketball too. I don't know yeah. if you knew that. Really? Uh, yeah. Who would have known? I know. Weird. Weirdest Weird. thing. But I. I, I Speaking don't know. of basketball. What? Yeah. What? I saw Game Seven with the Cavs and Celtics. LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron James. Dude. LeBron James. As. As much as if you're going to start the MJ uh, MJ LeBron debate right now, I'm not going to. Okay, I'm not going to. (laughs) Don't you get me started? (laughs) But as much as people try to hate on LeBron James, it's insane what he has done, dude. Like with the team that's surrounding him, year in and year out, he's still going to the finals every single year. Yeah, it's absolutely bananas, and. The guy, and just so everybody knows, we're gonna talk baseball here in a few seconds. Too. Yeah, everybody so settle down. We're we're all fans of sports. We're Calm just down. touching on this. So here. I don't even know. I have no idea who this guy is, uh, but I saw his tweet and it came across my timeline, and I thought it was one of the funnier things I've ever. Like, you know, the the pardon my take guys, uh, Big Cat and PFT, like they they've kind of you know, they started like MJ versus LeBron dot net or something like that, and it's like, you know, they. Every talking head just loves every, every everything LeBron does. It's like okay, there's one more step. Now is he above MJ? Now is he this? Now is he this MJ versus LeBron and yeah. two different generations and blah 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 blah. And Kobe Kobe actually tweeted out something like, um, "Can't we just appreciate the greatness that we're witnessing instead of trying to put down another player in order to elevate LeBron? Like, why are we putting down MJ's career by or or Kobe?" You know, he yeah. I actually did think that was funny how he the the debate is always MJ versus versus LeBron. And he's <laughs> like, why are we why are we debating, you yeah. know, me versus LeBron or me versus him? I was like, actually, nobody was really talking about you. And yeah. <laughs> which I mean, I do think he's amazing and has a valid argument that, you know, he should be in the conversation. But 
There's a guy named uh, Roger Sherman. No clue who this guy is. He spells his name R O D G E R, like as if it was Rogers, like a last name. Yeah. But his first name, there's a D in there. It's weird. Yeah. And he's got an underscore in his Twitter handle. So huge, huge docked on points for yeah. that. Munson's have underscores in the Just Twitter like handle. Your, your lob underscore lob shots. underscore shots. Not so much. <laughs> I know. Sometimes underscores are necessary, I guess. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. Anyway, he sent out a tweet that had me laughing. It says, look, LeBron might be taller, faster, stronger, and significantly better at shooting and passing than MJ. But unfortunately, we'll just never know which one of them is better at basketball. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Taller, faster, stronger, significantly better at shooting and passing. But hey, I guess we'll never know which one's better. We'll never know. Anyway. LeBron is freaking amazing. I think the Warriors are going to annihilate the Cavs in the finals. I mean, it's just... It's funny that you could say LeBron. And I always have to say LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron James. Yeah. I have to say his full name. That made the rounds again on Twitter, which was really good because it's great. That kid's great. That kid's great. Um, But I do think that he's just... He's so gassed, you know? I I, I just knew he was going to get it together for that game seven because that's what he does yeah and eight straight finals it's miraculous and people who oh, people say oh well six wins is much more impressive it's like the teams that mj was on that sucked they didn't make it to the finals yeah the teams that lebron's are on the, that lebron is on that suck they do make it to the finals so i don't whatever i'm not gonna get this right it's gonna piss people off i'm sure we're gonna get a bunch of tweets like you're an idiot jordan's better and always will be that's fine i idolized michael jordan growing up like it's, idolized him and i still am to. able to recognize that lebron is infinitely well that's exaggeration lebron is better whatever we don't need to keep talking about it but yes it's going to be a good uh good who are they playing do you know oh you do know you already said I do. It. yeah warriors, warriors. okay yeah. good work i know that and uh don't even have to look it up that's good yeah did steph curry ever play in the birmingham barons <laughs> didn't think so steph <laughs> he did not yeah uh so who's gonna win the series who do you think i'm gonna say here's my Huge prediction. Okay, right let's hear it. Huge. Warriors in five. <laughs> that's, that's, that's probably the most uh, guest uh, scenario in all the land right now. Is if, it you really? went to, if you went oh, to okay. Vegas, that would probably be like, okay, the Cavs might pull off one at home, yeah. and then the Warriors will win the rest. So, yeah. Not a very original thought. Okay, fine. Say. I'm going to go war- uh, Cavs over the Warriors. Okay, that's a significantly less percentage. Than I'd like to six. bet you money. That six. that one. Okay, Cavs over Warriors in six. Yeah. All right, I got a hundred dollars. that says that won't happen. But we go five. <laughs> five done. Shake, <laughs> shake on it. No odds. No nothing. We shook. You, like you basically, Sorry. you said one thing, and I took yeah. like I took the field of every other scenario. Hey. I hope the Cavs sweep. <laughs> 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 and that's how you lose. You're yeah. like, I went on the limb to one choose game, the Cavs. <laughs> I went on the limb to choose the Cavs, and I still lost. That's the worst. All right, so you want to talk right. some Padres now, big Let's guy? talk some Padres. All we right. talked about, we touched on basketball, we touched on the AHL, talked on, touched on Serena Williams. Wait. We no. might have. Yeah, we it was talked Serena. about Serena Williams. We didn't yeah. touch. Well, whoa, whoa. Okay. Yeah. So, hey. Weird. It's super weird, weird dude. It's weird, weird. Super weird. If Venus is listening. She's yeah, gonna be super upset. She's like, That's my sister. Ridiculous. You're ridiculous. Um uh, Padres traded for Phil Hughes. Phil Hughes. Phil Hughes. Speaking of tweets, we love to get into tweets. Yeah. How about this? Let's get into that tweet that Phil Hughes sent. They got a lot of likes <laughs> as soon as I use the little boys room. Oh. I'm not kidding. Here we go. Cue the music. <laughs> 
bag. All right, Rick. <laughs> I don't know how this is going to sound. I'm whispering because I don't want people around us to hear. Upstairs here at at Alesmith, <laughs> we have we have some some sort of gamers behind us. I just heard the words battlefield. Yeah. And strategy. There's four people gathering around a table. They all have backpacks, and they're very intense. That was. That what was do you see from your angle? So that was the guy who. I can't hear you. <laughs> I've, I've got my my golf voice going right now, and um, this guy was walking. <laughs> you hey, Nance, your voice is so terrible. I can't hear anything you're saying. It's no, fantastic <laughs> on my head. I believe you. Oh my gosh. Are we going to talk about Phil Hughes now? Or are we going to keep talking about the gamers? Okay, so the gamers are playing a game right now. Rick, this is terrible podcasting. Let's talk about Phil Hughes. Okay, so Padres traded for Phil Hughes. Uh, okay, let's read the tweet. The tweet that was, that was funny. And I good. don't have the tweet up. Oh. Do you have it? Well, I just saw you. I thought you had it as a count up right now. I thought you had it right in front of you. What's going on here? Huh? I don't have it up. I thought you. I've got it. this watermelon candy here. I okay. Watermelon I Mexican it's, candy. It's definitely. Um, <laughs> I just saw your tweet, you jerk. <laughs> <laughs> this is my lob shots. Oh, oh! It's face. the one about about um, John Hy- the uh, Mexican food, right? No, no, no. The one about um. Which one are you talking about? The one about how it's not polite to talk about what people make. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It says so. Uh, John, is it Heyman? <laughs> John Heyman, yes. Heyman? Okay, I was want to say Heyman. Phil Hughes <laughs> responded with, well, rude to talk about to what people... To clarify news, in addition to the $7.25 million they pay yeah. him over the next year, they're responsible for a prorated minimum salary, so, uh, you know, SD total investment is $7.609 million, to which Phil responded, rude to talk about what people make, John. And that has over the 3,300 likes. Yeah. To give, uh, it's pretty funny. I like to, it to give a you know bit of context to that. Yeah, he's just he's just joking about his it. His next tweet, yeah, of course. Yeah. His next tweet, seventeen likes. So he went from three thousand three hundred and thirty-two currently to seventeen likes, and I yeah. think that that's funny. Um, what do you feel about the the deal? Today's his first official day in the lineup. He's Today, number what forty-nine or something? Fifty-nine, I, something like 69? that. Sixty-nine. Yeah, I don't sure, know. sure. Why not? Sure. Um. I like the deal. If anything, just to get that draft pick, and that's to be honest, probably that's probably what the deal was centered around was the draft pick, right? Yeah. I mean, so they're paying seven million for a second round draft pick. It's not bad. Um, you know, draft picks are hit or miss, so but you, I feel like feel like what do you like? What do you feel like this trade though says about the state of the organization? Like, is this a buyer's trade or a seller's trade? You're chomping on your watermelon candy. Everybody can hear that. It's so gross. I couldn't hear you whispering, but I could hear that. But you could this hear is that. What happens because yeah. you won't give me a, a headset because I'm, I'm like a, I'm not yeah. worthy. Yeah, yeah. I'm scum. I'm the only one with the headset here. Yeah. Okay. Well, if our levels are bad, it's Rick's fault. Yep. Yep. So that I That's move me. my head around all the time. All my fault. Free Brady. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, no, I buyers I, or sellers. What is that? I mean, what is that? What it's, is this, tra- what is this it's trade neither. about this team? I feel like this is neither. This is a a more along the lines of a status quo. You're you're adding a draft pick. You're not giving up a valuable prospect in this deal. 
You're not paying a lot of money to Phil Hughes. Oh, so seven million is just nothing to you, huh? It's Mr. not my hot money. Shot. <laughs> it's not my Mr. money. Mr. Hotshot. Um, but it's somebody who could potentially eat up some innings. Uh, I know he had the, was it the the th- thoracic thoracic outlet? Yeah. Surgery. No, I saw the that. same thing that Tyson Ross had. You know, maybe. Tyson Ross can relay some information and say, hey, this is what... You want to feel like yourself again? Yeah. Come talk to Tyson Ross. Exactly, because Tyson Ross has been looking good this year. Yeah, do you think he talks to himself in the third person like that? (laughs) I hope he does. We can all strive to be just like Ricky Henderson. Ricky. (laughs) Ricky. Um, If you caught that sneeze, uh, bless me. I actually got quiet just so people could hear well, that. Well, it's sneeze. weird. Yeah. Whenever I, you can see that I'm like winding up for a sneeze, yeah, and then yeah. you go silent. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, this is podcast yeah. 101. When your partner's about to sneeze or take a drink, start talking. I'd like to, hey, a little bit of insight <laughs> for everybody out there listening. All you free Rick truthers out there, the reason that I talk so much is because all Rick does is drink the entire time. Mm. He's it's always true. just going it's bottoms true. up, and therefore I have. And no if but the video camera was working, <laughs> I cannot last believe, week. bro, that you set up three cameras or whatever it was, GoPros. It was, it was two cameras. And, okay, two. You set them up, and it, you're still going to town on that watermelon thing. It's gross. Yeah. Knock it off. Um, you set up all these cameras. You had it all dialed in, and yeah. you could not pull one second of usable footage off of that. Oh, I, I have a second of usable footage. Well, you, nobody has seen any of yeah. it. Yeah, we had this whole thing for Tabitha. We had a great time. It I was, think everyone would agree that it was. She's super fun. Yeah, we had a blast. I gave the teaser video. The I teaser video, one. which was shot with your iPhone. Yeah, the yeah. brick that you call an iPhone, yeah. and. That was the best the, thing we the got. The camera you was bumped, and her camera was a little blurry. And as a perfectionist, I'm not cool with that. Hmm. So you don't think you could have found like 30 seconds to a minute of funny footage that would have been usable, or you could have made like a, like a, oh, this is funny because it's blurry, or I don't know, something, nothing. You're looking yeah. at me yeah, just in yeah. such disgust. Yeah. Because I'm like, yeah. do more, do more. Yeah. But I just thought, you know, you're setting up all these cameras. That means you had these grand... Stop taking <laughs> licks of your sucker, you sucker. All right. So all the talk around San Diego sports media. What is your take on the Phil old. Hughes thing? Deal. Um, I don't really like agreeing with you. <laughs> so... So I hate to agree with you, but I, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of indifferent about it. I think it, yeah, I think it's a move for the future, not for the now. Yeah. I think if yeah. he can, um, you know, if he can put up some good innings and he can, you know, pitch okay for this team. Yeah. Then you know, and you know, some kind of miracle happens where they make some kind of run or something. Then okay, wow, that was great. But I, n- there's no way that that's what they're thinking in the front office. But if it were to happen, holy crap, they would look like geniuses, right? Yeah. And if it doesn't happen, maybe he even gets an outing or two that's good, and then they can turn him and flip him for something else and send the money. Yeah. You know, maybe some maybe a contender wants him. Maybe they need a stopgap in their bullpen, or maybe they need a stopgap starter for a guy who's on the ten day DL and they're got they're in the middle of a pennant race. And yeah. Um. So I don't know. Those are all things that are happening in my mind as I think about it. Yeah, because I they feel could like turn around and flip him for something after getting a little something. Yeah, I, I feel like the Twins, too, didn't really give him enough of a a chance. Because, like, 
normally it takes them a little while to settle back in. Yeah. If, if you haven't pitched in a long time, it'll take you a little while to settle back yeah. in. You can't just come back and be back to your normal self. I mean, he was a serviceable pitcher before, the the, yeah, before the surgery. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I, I let's I don't see what know. happens. I don't hate it. It's, yeah. yeah, it's not a. I I just don't really care one way or the other. Yeah. Um, I do think that, you know, last time when we had Tabitha on, we didn't get too much into Padres talk, but you know, the Padres are like five and a half games back. Yeah. You know, the the Diamondbacks had just gone on like a you know lost nine of ten and. You know, all of a sudden it was a tight pack, and now San Diego's back to seven and a half games back. But there was a lot of chatter in in the yeah. media circles, and I know that you, you know, were kind of following that as as you know what what what's your take on, you know, are they in it or are they not in it? Is this something to a conversation to even entertain? So it's it's interesting. So Ben and Woods, Ben Higgins, he was saying, hey, you know. The team is only or whatever they were at the time, like five and a half or whatever games out. Uh, let's just, hey, maybe they have a shot. Yeah, he's not. He wasn't saying like we got to trade Tatis for you know like a frontline starter or anything. Right, right, right. He wasn't saying that. He was just. It just seemed like he was. Hey, there's that chance there, which right. there is that chance. If you're five and a half games out, there is that small chance. No matter what you say, whatever the percentages say, there is that small chance. So you're telling me there's a chance. There is a chance. It's is not it, a zero chance. <laughs> is it so you're telling me there's a chance or is it so you're saying there's a chance? So you're saying there's a chance, right? I don't know. Which one is it? Is that one of those uh, Dumb and Dumber? Baron Stain Bears? <laughs> is it an <laughs> A or an E? <laughs> It was always Berenstein Bears, too, by the way. That's what it was to me. Yeah. Absolutely. That's it's what it ridiculous was ridiculous that... So, I I did... Um, history was changed like that. So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play this just for us to hear, not for I know it's going to be bad podcasting, but this is one of those things where people said it wrong for so long. So, so you're, you're telling me yep, there's so a chance. You, I said the correct way. So, so you're, you're telling me there's a chance. Yeah. You said... So you're saying there's a chance. So that's the way it's incorrectly quoted yeah. all the time. Yeah. And it got to the point with me where I knew the correct yeah. line. And you start to you just hear I, it so much. People, people say people it wrong it. so often. And I'm yeah. like, wait, am I now saying it wrong? Because I knew that it was so you're telling me. But so saying it like it has that alliteration flow to it. Yeah. And I think that it becomes one of those things you forget. Like what one of the lines in movies that drives me insane is when people are trying to quote Tombstone and they say, I'll be your Huckleberry. <laughs> and I'm like, it's, I'm your Huckleberry. That's it. So I'm your Huckleberry. That's it. So not field, I'll be. Field of Dreams. Okay. If you build it, they will come. If you build it, he will come. It's he. It is he. It's he. Yeah. It is. Because they're talking about Shoeless Joe. Yeah. But he thinks that he's talking about his dad. Yeah. Or they're talking about his dad. But, I mean, really, they're talking about one they're, the same. They're talking about his dad, but I right. think he thought that they were talking about Shoeless Joe. Right. But yeah. then Shoeless Joe really played a part in bringing his dad. Yes. Really. You know, so yeah. it was kind of like a yeah. chicken or the egg thing. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's a very easily missed one, too. Yes. Because I hear, you're right, people all the time, if you build it, they will come. Yeah. Oh, will they? All the dead ball players? No. Yeah. All the dead. Yeah. He, he will come. It's the line of cars coming in at the end, too. 
Oh. Um, what? I don't even know what we were talking about before I got sidetracked on some movie quote. Phil Hughes. Telling me there's a chance. Oh, Ben Higgins. There's a, oh, so, Ben Higgins. Yeah. yeah. So oh, no. Yeah. No, no Phil Hughes. Did you like how I brought it back? We're, we're back to. Okay. We yes. Brought it back. I know where we are now. So I thought it was interesting because, you know, if I look at two pretty level-headed, like, yeah, they can get passionate, but, like, when it comes to level-headed um, sports personalities, if you take another lick of that <laughs> freaking sucker, I will pop you in the nose from across this table. Okay. I'm going to pop. Okay. So if you look at two level-headed guys, uh, he took a lick, and I did not pop him. I just want you to know. I wish that was like a Tootsie Pop. Three licks, Al. Three, take three, three licks, licks and let done. it be gone. Get yeah. it over with. That way I don't have to watch you do I this could, anymore. I could crunch that. I just, just yeah. You know I'm not going to stop talking, so you might as well just eat it right yeah, now. Yeah, I know, right? So I look at Craig Elston. Yeah. At 619 Sports. Ben uh-huh. Higgins. At Ben Higgins SD. Yeah. I'm not going to sit here and say that I had a part in his Twitter handle, by the way, but I absolutely was the one who told him to change it to Ben Higgins SD because it was Ben Higgins or Ben or extra thir- or 1360 Ben or something. One of those yeah. with a 1360 handle moniker on it. And so I... Um, it's it's Gavin. Gavin. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> He's texting us both right now. So this is what happens when you live tweet... <laughs> He knows that neither one of us are going to have our phones. He's just—he's now sent us seventeen text messages. What? It's one way. letter at a time. I'm, he says, on "Turn camera. off." Put it on Yote. It's uh, a T instead of a y- an R. Yeah. Well, he can't spell because he's yeah. illiterate. So yeah. turn off your phone. I t- I turned mine off. See, this is exactly what he wanted to happen. Yeah. He, we finally have a podcast where we don't mention his stupid self, and now he's inserted himself back into the podcast. And it makes me so angry. And you are not focusing. Focus. It's Man. turn off. It's turn- <laughs> this is so ridiculous. <laughs> we're going to have to sit a screen grab of like, this is what happens yeah. when you tell people that we're actually recording a podcast because yeah. then they start blowing up our phones because they know that we obviously look at our phones during a podcast. 6.07 right now. Yeah. Turn yeah. your phone over. See, now neither of us know that he's even texting us because you were in yep. little moon mode. Yep. Moon I'm mode. I'm in moon mode. Okay. So okay. you got Elston. You got Higgins. Yep. Yeah, I changed his Twitter handle. No big deal. Yeah. Pat on my back. Um, those two guys, very logical, sound, sports minds, intelligent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I do kind of like when they start going at each other. You yeah. Know? And I appreciate a good banter yeah. on Twitter with guys that I think have a mutual respect for each other. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it can get carried away, I'm sure. But for the most part, you know. And so it was fun to kind of see them going at it. And Craig basically was, and I, I actually think I probably agree with Ben a little bit more than Craig on this one. And that Craig was basically saying, listen, our media is not responsible enough to be able to view this as a, you know, flash in the pan. Hey, we're within a few games. Like the Dodgers are built to win. They, they were in the World Series last year. You can't say that just be, like if the Dodgers are tanking or the Dodgers are, you know, in the, in the cellar and they're only five and a half games out. Yeah. It's a fair conversation to say, hey. These are the same guys that were in the World Series last year. Yeah. Once they get it together, they've already got the pieces. They're yeah. going to make a run. The Padres, nobody thinks they're going to be anybody until 2019 at the earliest. Yeah. And so to make that same argument for them is just you know unintelligent, blah, 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 blah. And I don't really think Ben was making that argument. I think the argument was like, hey, let's have Enjoy fun it while we yeah, can. We're in it. Yes. Yeah, we're not even close to I think that was his thing, we're too. We're out of first. Let's just have fun with it. He wasn't saying like, hey, we're going to the World Series yeah. this and year. And I don't think Craig was necessarily attacking Ben. Yeah. It was the mindset of like, listen, the unintelligent 
sports fan or sports maybe broadcaster yeah. or whatever on one of these other news stations, maybe they don't have the capacity to be able to recognize like, hey, the boys are only four games out of first place. We're going to make a run at the championship, you know? Yeah. Whatever. I don't Yeah. So I understood both the point of views of where they were coming from. I always think it's fun when they banter and uh, – and and I and I was fine with it. And is it fine if you're within you know five games to say like, hey, we're kind of in the running? Yeah, yeah, it is fine. Yeah. And is it also fine to acknowledge like, hey, yeah, this we're five games out. Pretty awful. They're <laughs> gonna finish twenty five games out. They also have like the seventh worst record in all of baseball. Yeah, and and worst run differential, or yeah, you know, and not yeah. worst, but very close to it. Yeah. And so you know, nobody on the Padres is gonna tell you this team is good yeah. right now. Yeah. Nobody on the team. Nobody in the front office. Nobody. I mean, maybe some idiot usher might. I don't know. But nobody is suggesting this team is like, oh yeah, these guys are good. They're not. So like the ushers, you know, the one, Ursher, same ones who sit you tell you to sit down. Sit down. Yeah. Sit down and shut up. <laughs> I don't. I, I've actually. I. I haven't had too many negative experiences oh. with ushers. At, I used to have a lot of negative experiences with ushers, and not so much anymore, though. Not so much. I always try to, it's the age old, like you butter them up as you're yeah. walking down so yeah. you never have to show a ticket again. Yeah. If you, you know, hold your head up and act like you know what you're doing. Yeah. You can pretty much walk anywhere you want. I know. I hate it when I have like a handful of, you know, like a beer in each hand or like a beer and a hot dog in and a like, hand. Sir, when you see your ticket, you're like, yeah, bro. And I'm like, dude, I'm not you just saw me like 30 seconds yeah. ago. Yeah. Really? I have tell to show me, you my ticket again? You don't recognize this beautiful yeah. face? Yeah. Yeah. Look at this face. Look at this face. Do you know who I am? Yeah. No, I never yeah. drop that. Oh, never yeah. Never drop that. That line is it's a staple. <laughs> you have to drop. Do you know uh, who I am all the time? Absolutely. The, the I have never sitting down in, the, in a million years, Donna, do the, you know who I am? <laughs> the ninth I've, inning. I've had to do the opposite. Do yeah. you know who I am? Like, no, no, no. I'm not who you think I am. Whoever you think I am, I'm not that person. Yeah. Absolutely not. No, like no. I think you're Brady Phelps from <laughs> Lop Shots, right? No, uh, no, no. I am not that person. No, 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 no. <laughs> that guy is an idiot. No, I am not him. No, I was I was more thinking of the time that the guy uh, during the live recording of Pottery Social Hour who was yelling at me for ten minutes saying, "Cammy, where's your Snickers bar, Cammy, Cammy?" Oh no, dude, I've told this story. I feel actually I remember that now. Yes, this I do remember. That. You haven't told that on the podcast. I though. haven't. No, I don't think so. Not yet. Let's save it for next week. Okay, we'll save it for next week. Yeah. It was an out of body experience for me to have a dude one hundred percent convinced that I was Ken Caminiti. And this was like the biggest diehard fan that I had ever seen. Yeah. And he was. It's pretty much the story right there, though. What are you going to have to save for next week? Oh, yeah. I'll save it for next week because it gets better. <laughs> no, it doesn't. That's probably it. That's probably That's how I should have told the Cirilla story right there. Yeah. Hey, just roll this, just roll that. Good story. See you later, guys. Done and That's done. It. When are we going to reach out to the icon? We should do it soon. You know what? Okay. So let's. This is a good opportunity. Um,. Are we going to keep it as a surprise what we're doing next week, or are we going to share? It's up to you. Why don't we do this? Why don't we not share the guest? Okay. Why don't we share the location of what we're doing? Okay. We could do there that. There's a brand new venue opening downtown um, right across the street from Monkey Paw, I believe, um, and it is called Punch Bowl Social, and this place looks amazing. It's got... Dude, the pictures that you sent me are insane on I that know. place. So my good friend, Emily Gibbs, she works PR for Punchbowl Social. She reached out to the pod, asked us if we'd be interested in coming down and recording a podcast there. 
It opens on June 9th, downtown. We are going to be there the week prior to opening. They're going to open up for us. They're going to serve us food. They're going to serve us drinks. And we are going to go, and we're going to take pictures acting like morons because they have ping pong ball, ping pong balls that you hit on tables. Play some mad ping pong. We'll get some ping pong action on. They have a bowling alley. I think they have dartboards. I don't think they have an axe throwing. They should have that too. Yeah. They've got all, and they do these crazy signature cocktails. Like it's going to be a definite like uh, 180 from the beer drinking that we do on every yeah. podcast and it's going to be some serious cocktailing so i'm going to probably get into some mojitos Ooh. maybe some mules i'll i could always go for a mule yeah so it's going to be awesome so we're going to be down there. i'm not going to say which day yet i because you know i i think they're just opening it up for us so that we can kind of get some shots it's not something since it's not open to the public yet yeah um but it looks like it is going to be an absolutely killer place to hang out yeah before after during pottery games um or really anytime so punchable social is what it's called we're going to record there next week uh we'll save it as a surprise fingers crossed huge guest <laughs> fingers crossed, fingers crossed this. huge guest um we don't want to get you guys too excited we've and got a lot of uh what do they say it's uh, Something in a basket. <laughs> the fish fish a in a fish basket. In a basket? <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> that doesn't uh, sound right. Lines in the water, maybe. maybe. A lot of lines in the water. Lines in the water. I, we got I, a I don't lot think of, I've ever uh, heard that before in my life. We got a, we got a lot of ducks to line up. No, we got a lot of ducks in a pond. Yeah, we got a lot of eggs maybe. in a basket. Eggs in a basket. No. let's go with that. No, it's no? not right. That's not. Oh. It's like you don't put all your eggs in one basket. That's oh, that's right. That's yeah, right. It's absolutely not it. We have a few. Guests lined up. We we'll have a see few what they what things in the works. Yes, yes, we're we'll working on a few way. things. Yes, so it's going to be a fun time. And uh, should we should we talk at all about? So we had some developments happen with our good friend Tabitha Lipkin from Fox Five after her appearance and the positive uh, reception that we received regarding the appearance. Yeah. Um, should we keep that as a surprise also until we uh, debut it on the yeah, pod? Yeah, let's keep okay. that as a surprise too. All right, another surprise yeah. in the works. We're just full of surprises. Full of surprises. And, uh, Do you know monkey paws for sale? What? I don't know what that you, means. You mentioned monkey paws, yeah. so I'm just mentioning that it's for sale. The bar? As of today, yeah. Is that a thing? I don't know. Coronado room? Brewing bought it a while ago, and oh. now they just put it back up for sale today. Interesting. You're such an insider with these things. These I know. Things. It's weird. It's pretty good. Um, okay, so before we get going, I think Champions League. <laughs> oh, I was gonna forget 100. percent Every right. time, uh, so I actually like, watch soccer. Okay, okay so I let's did. be honest. So like every single yes, week, every I sit week there and, say, and I'll be like, "Hey, let's talk say, soccer. Let's soccer." I, say, I got an idea, and then we GFY. always skip it. <laughs> always skip it. Yeah, no, always. But so no, you saw you saw the game this yes, week. I can tell you that it was um, it was Liverpool. Yeah, they were on the poor end of the Real Madrid W. Yeah. And um, so most people who are listening, I can't imagine they're soccer fans. So, you know, can you give a little history? Like Real Madrid has Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. Who, by the way, was their third consecutive. Did you know that Cristiano Ronaldo is older than Wayne Rooney? Yeah. See, Wayne Rooney had the premature balding going on. Yeah, I know. He got plugged. <laughs> he got and he plugged. documented it very well on yes, Twitter. Yes, exactly. Which is weird, but he still feels like he's not. I mean, I feel like Rooney and Cristiano, was, they were, and this is going to sound maybe ignorant to people who follow the footy a little closer than I do, but like they were both like world-class stars at very similar levels, and then Cristiano just 
absolutely pulled away from. I mean, I know Rooney is still like an amazing player, and it will go down in history one of England's greatest ever. But yeah, he will. And when their careers are looked back on, you know who was who. Am I correct in the assumption that Cristiano will be viewed as far and away yes. the better player between the two of them? Yes. Um. Yeah. As, I, so is there anybody the, who's listening to this podcast that's not a soccer fan who would know a single name of a Liverpool player? Uh, probably not. If you're not a soccer fan, yeah. John, Paul, yeah. Ringo, George, yeah, yeah, neither of them, none of they them. all played. Oh, they did. They, just yeah, not on yeah. this team. Yeah, they, no, they, did. they didn't perform well in the, yeah, uh, so the Champions League final, though. So the other name. Uh, correct me if there's a bigger name on. I, I know he didn't even start, so maybe there is. But Gareth Bale is a name that I certainly knew on Real Madrid yeah. as well. Uh huh. He did not start. No. Falling off lately. Yeah. Under a lot of criticism, and didn't start in the game. Came into the game, and at that point, was it a one-one? It tie? was. Yes, it was a one-one tie at that point. And the only goal that your team, Liverpool, sorry. Had yeah. given up was the the keeper just botched. Yeah, yeah, it a was total a mental error. Ugly, ugly, ugly play. Mental. Yes, mental. Right? Would you agree? Hundred percent mental. Yeah, yeah. Like not it, a physical. Just like no, his no. It was mental. Mind like out of he, out of mind, out of body experience. He, where he just brain he farted. And caught the ball. And he and just threw it at the around. top of the box, and there was a guy right in front of him. And he basically threw it right at him, and the guy just hit it in the goal. Yeah, I mean that happens. All the time in my six-year-old's soccer league. Oh, yeah. I and, can imagine and, that. And, uh, that's, that's what it was. It was a six-year-old yeah, soccer league in the player. the championship league. Yeah. That is the last thing you and, would ever see. And so let little feedback here. Champions what? League is basically all the best teams, like the professional teams in the world. In the world. So yeah. not so this just isn't, Premier this League. Isn't, this isn't World Cup where it's like the all the countries. This is... Champions League. So this is the pro leagues, like where they, it's players from all over different countries so playing on one what team. What team is um, Messi on? Barcelona. And he is on Barcelona with yeah. um, th- three guys, really, are, are the big names on there's Barcelona. There's Coutinho, right? there's Suarez. So who? No, Neymar. But, yeah, so the three that I'm thinking of is Neymar, Suarez, and Messi, yeah. not Coutinho. Yeah. Well, they. Coutinho came from Liverpool this this oh, past okay. season. Okay, yeah. I didn't even know that. So, but those three, I remember, I remember um, when I made a pancake of Messi back in the day. I made it in his Argentina jersey. Yeah, and all of the fans of Barcelona were like, "Why did you do it in that jersey yeah. instead of in, you know, like they got real yeah. very." I don't know if you know this or not, but soccer fans are a passionate bunch. <laughs> very passionate. Yeah. Yes, I've seen uh, Green Street hooligans. Green Street hooligans. Anyway. So, I don't think anybody outside of I mean everybody knows Cristiano Ronaldo. Yep. Even if you're not a soccer fan. Yeah. Uh-huh. So the the second everybody biggest, knows Messi. Yeah, I know. But yeah. it's the second biggest game in that Champions League. Was Gareth Bale, even though he didn't start, is that the second biggest name? Internationally. Uh. It's the only one that I recognized. I mean, it's for like the casual fan. Yeah. Like they might know him more than anybody. So I flipped it on when it was one one. Bale was not in the game yet. I had seen the crappy goal the first that you goal. guys gave up. And then um, Gareth Bale came on. Yeah. And just, I mean, within literally seconds, it was, right? It was close. Yeah, it was I don't even very think a minute had gone by. I, I think there was like up a few minutes. The most incredible bicycle kick 
into yeah. the corner, top corner of the net that yeah. I had ever seen. I mean, yeah. and I know that, and it's funny because his teammate, Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo, had done a very similar amazing bicycle kick. Yeah. Prior this one to was him. better. You think this one this was one better? Because I heard a lot of people saying that Cristiano's was better. This one was better. It was amazing because he yeah. did this. And the, the announcers kept making the point to be like he he actually it was a it was a poor pass so he had to move his body prior to yep. bicycling like he had to move toward the ball or behind the ball or whatever he had to shift his body in order to get in the right spot to do the bicycle and then it went in yep. and it was like he went nuts the crowd went nuts it was it was crazy and then next thing you know after they're up now two one your goalie again <laughs> I mean <laughs> talk about six it year was old ugly stuff. it was kicked softly yeah. gently right into his arms and somehow he managed to flub it and have yep. it roll right past him and into the net. And I I mean, I felt I wanted to cry for that guy. Yeah. I don't know dude, that who is that, that guy is Carius. That is the, one of the best looking people <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. Soccer players like dude, he's a way better looking dude than Cristiano Ronaldo. I, I, I don't know how these soccer players like their dude, their hair is, is perfect like throughout the whole game and it, it's that, weird. That goalie, I mean, even in the midst of his sorrow, he's gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't stop looking yeah, at him. I'm like, good yeah. God, that is like, he's like a god. He's, yeah. like a, he's like a little G god. Little, little German god. I don't know. Is he German? He's I German, know. yeah. Dude, he is beautiful. Yeah. Like a beautiful, beautiful man. Wow. Anyway, great looking dude. Terrible at goalie. That game. <laughs> Terrible wow. at goalie. He was, was really, like really bad. It was the worst game. That but it was super fun to watch, and it was just fun to watch the passion in this. See, it's cool to see, like, so you watched it at home, correct? Yeah. Okay. So I, I watched mine. I know, at, I know, like Princess Pub and all these places were yeah, just popping. So, so Princess Pub is is that's the home of Liverpool. Yeah. So I've been there before to watch a Liverpool game. Oh, have you? It or not? Yeah. Really? Yeah, probably. It was. Probably it's like, weird. I haven't seen you there. Well, it was probably like a decade ago, so you <laughs> might not have been born. So. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, I've been there. It yeah. might have been before we knew each other. So it's funny because I saw pictures of Princess Pub before that game yeah and it was the line, line was insane it was sure, insane yeah. i was like i want no part of this right. I, I, it's it's fun going to princess pub and like being around all your supporters and stuff like yeah. that however that's not going to any bar when the u.s is in the world cup exactly everybody's on the same exactly. side exactly and that's what exactly. makes the world cup so awesome in san diego You're, like, why are you bringing up bad memories here sorry because you know u.s didn't make the world cup this yeah. year i get that I yeah find a new team sad. to cheer for sad sad who are you going to root for? Is Norway in it? I got a lot of Norwegian heritage. I don't... I Nor- doubt they are. No, I, I need to like look at the teams Norway that are in there. smaller than San Diego. I doubt they made it. Um, but it was fun nonetheless. That's enough soccer talk. We're done. Enough so, soccer talk. Last thing we got to get to. Because yeah. it's very Bobbleheads? No? No. Oh, okay. It. We were talking about that. It's very rare that you and I... And, and this is going to be quick because we're a no, no spoiler podcast. Oh, solo. It's amazing that we actually saw... I didn't... I took yeah. my kids on Friday... I didn't even realize that it was the opening day <laughs> that I was yeah. taking to. And I, we went to um, La Jolla AMC. And La Jolla AMC is kind of like the lot now where it's these amazing. Dude, it is so cool. It's got the recliner uh, seats. Yeah, the amazing recliner. You have to choose your spots. I mean, yeah. It's just a total game changer to watch a movie there. Yeah. And, and so we went there and it was like two and two so my wife sat with my daughter i sat with my son we're right in front of each other because there weren't four seats unless they were in the front row yeah and it was super fun it was the first time i've taken my kids so i've done this thing with my kids and and like you know people might criticize my my parenting on this one but i 
I am very strict with what I let my kids watch or not watch on TV. Um, you know, we try to be very cognizant of, you know, FaceTime in front of iPads, phones, TVs, movies, you name it. And when it came to Star Wars, like, I felt like Star Wars was just so quickly, like, like it, it was in my son's life when he was like four years old. Where, you know, every friend had Star Wars this and Star Wars that and people were dressing up as Darth Vader and, and Jedi's and Yoda and all that for Holland. It's like he knows everything about Star Wars and he's never seen it. He's never seen one of the cartoons, never seen one of the movies. So I went back and, you know, because you don't remember what's appropriate and what's not when you've seen stuff all throughout your life. It just sort of is. It is, you know. Yeah. So I had to go back and kind of watch it through the lens of a parent. Like, am I okay with my kids seeing this stuff? And some of the stuff is not. I mean, there's a lot of gunfights, a lot of violence, a lot of, you know. Not a lot of sexual stuff, not a lot of cursing stuff, not like not a lot of terrible kind of, but a lot of adult themes that would fly right over a kid's head. Is there cursing though? Um, I mean, scruffy nerf herder. He's scruffy looking nerf herder. <laughs> um, I I don't I don't I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe there's yeah. not cursing. I, I don't. I feel like there's like, but I mean, like no cursing, no sexual situations, it, right? Yeah, but then it's like then you got Job of the Hut with like. Leia in a gold bikini chained to him, and it's yeah. another girl's chain where he like wraps him in, and he's eating. And they throw him in the chambers to be, you know, eaten by monsters, and you know. Yeah. And so there's a lot of like, a lot of very stuff that could be super scary for kids. Right? You know what the um, the little uh, like pig guys? Yeah, I don't I don't know what their names are, yeah, but the pig guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They used to scare the crap out of me, yeah. out of me when I was a kid for yeah. some reason. Jabba the Hutt? No, I was fine with him. Yeah. It was those pig guys, yeah. and he remember like he got thrown in the pit too. Yes, yeah, I do yeah. know exactly what yeah. you're talking about. That was terrifying me. And so there were things like that, but I found with my kids, they are very when it comes to things that are real and not real. Like I have, I've, I've developed, um, I feel an incredible relationship with my children where we can have. You start to be like, hey, guys, there is something pretend, and here's what the pretend world that people make up so that people can enjoy, but it's not real. It's not. And it's like you know, taking them out of what could possibly happen, and this is not real. And here's how we describe it, and they were able to be like, "That sounds like fun. Let's check it out." You know, and even though knowing it's not real, knowing that none of these you know monsters are going to show up, another pig monster is not going to show up in that closet, yeah. and and so like uh, you know, in the movie when um, Luke gets taken by the the monster and Han goes out on the tauntaun to try to find him in the snow, yeah, and um, and Luke, you know wakes up, uses the force to get the lightsaber, yep. chops its hand off and yeah. takes off running and then is in the cold and then passes out. Then they find him in the Tauntaun. Sure enough, Tauntaun passes on, dies from the cold. So then he gets the lightsaber and like, I, that's the scene that I remember. Cuts him kid. open. When he cuts him open yeah. and you see that like, like that goo opening up. And yeah. It is the grossest thing <laughs> that I had ever seen on the screen up until that point in my life when yeah. I saw it the first time when I was maybe what, 10? And... So I paused it and I said, guys, do you want to know the only way they can keep Luke alive? To keep him warm in the cold. And in order to do that, they have to cut open with a lightsaber, the tauntaun, and the guts are going to come out and, the, and, and then they're going to stuff him inside the guts and it's going to be stinky and gooey and gross and disgusting. And they're like, let's watch it. Yeah. And they get all excited about it. But if I had shown them that without stopping and prepping them and they're just like Bleh! they're vomiting everywhere and freaking out and <laughs> crying and saying mommy why does daddy hate uh, me i'm gonna die from monsters tonight you know yeah. like, it is so like this i it, it's the anti-spoiler right 
it's the like you spoil everything with little kids. For me, this is what's worked yeah. for me. Yeah. So I'll pause it, I'll stop it, I'll spoil it. Now when they yeah. get older, obviously that's not the case. But at this age, I stop it and I'll be like, hey, guess who's about to die right now? Guess who's about to kill their own dad yeah. right now? Yeah. You know, like here's how this is going to go down, and and I will stop it. I'll, I'll this part right here is where Jim Carrey is dreaming, but he cuts out a guy's heart with his bare hands. Yes. <laughs> Where he screams in and goes, ah, and it's pulsating in his hand. That's not real. And he puts it in a to-go yeah, bag. He puts it in a to-go bag and then pushes the man over and then goes and <laughs> sees some headlights. Uh, um, but <laughs> but I, I, I'll do this thing with the kids. And so, anyway, I've done that with every single Star Wars movie where I watched them, stopped it, prepped it. So even like the new one. So this is the first one. This is the first. Even Rogue seen, One, huh? Force Awakens, all those I went and saw myself. Yeah. Then I let the kids see it. So it's the first one where I was like, hey, they haven't messed it up yet where it's been fine enough. And, you know, the adult stuff kind of flew over their heads. But the rest of it is like, you know, they know it's a fantasy land. They know like, oh, my daughter was like, when we walked out, she's like, how come they, everyone just wants to kill each other? You know, <laughs> like in the yeah. movie. And so it was a little difficult to watch because I'm dealing with, you know, a six year old asking a million questions the whole movie and then kind of inevitably doing but why? the why during the but why yeah, during the character development. scenes, it's like. Is it over yet? When yeah. is it going to be done? How much longer? You know, it's like, and then, but then afterwards, it's like, that was amazing. I love yeah. it. It's my favorite one ever. And I'm like, you asked me, is it over yet? 50 times. How did you like that? And it's, so, so here's the thing too. Like, uh, this weekend, Deadpool 2, like, I, I wanted to see that as did well. Did not take my kids to Deadpool 2. You didn't 2, take, <laughs> nor will I. That's perfect. college You seniors. probably shouldn't. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to see that and I wanted to see Solo. But yeah. like, I heard like Solo, like, there could be some spoilers with that. So I'm like, okay, I got to see that one first. Yeah, knock it out. Knock it out. That way, if there's any spoilers or whatever, I'm good to go on that. Uh, there could be a spoiler on that at the uh, end oh, absolutely. of Solo. Oh, absolutely. So I do yourself a favor and watch it more ASAP. movies are coming. Yes. That's, that's the yes. non-spoiler. I think what you can... I think, I think the actor signed up for a three-movie deal so, so we'll know. have the han solo trilogy i did read the backstory of is it paul bettany the is that his name? paul bethany the bad the bad guy i, I um I, he's jeffrey chaucer in a knight's tale I, um he's the guy who plays the bad guy in okay the, okay yeah uh-huh he he the reason he the got the scars role, on yeah, his the face scars on, yeah the reason he got the role is he like texted um was it jj abrams or something did J.J. Abrams do this No, one? Ron Howard did this oh, one. Oh, Ron Howard. But before Ron Howard, he took it over from somebody else. George Lucas? I know. J.J. <laughs> Abrams? I don't know. Anyway. Janelle is listening to this right now He's going, like, oh, idiots! Disgust me. Um, anyway, he texted him and just said, like, imagine a world where I'm not in the Star Wars or some, some, yeah. like, some version of that. No, he was good. And that was his, that's how he got into the movie was because he sent a text message saying, I need to be in the movies. And yeah. whoever it was wrote him back like whether it was ron howard or abrams or george freaking lucas whoever it was yeah william shakespeare um whoever it was william shatner him, got it shatner yeah. <laughs> that's star trek you dummy <laughs> you dummy um you know wrote him back and said like oh i'll let you know and then yeah he said like within two weeks i was on a plane getting ready to film but i really liked the characters i like the actors that's the part that's not a spoiler right the actors so do you watch westworld I do, yeah. I watch Westworld, so... The I haven't ma- watched the, ma- the most recent episode yet. I got to catch uh, nor up. Nor have from, I. Okay. I haven't either. Okay. Um, but 
the and this season's a little tough to follow along to as well. Multiple timelines. It's very difficult. Yeah, but it's now that you know there are timelines, you, it's a little easier to follow. But I feel like they're just tricking us. Yeah, and there's like another one that we don't know about. Still a great show. Great Watch show. it. Yes. But anyway, the the one of the main characters, the madam, is also in. Yep. This movie, uh-huh. she was phenomenal, and then of course, the mother of dragons, Khaleesi. Yep. Khaleesi was in this, was. and it was kind of weird to see. Like, Dude, it actually took me a second to be. You like, had, who is that? Because I didn't know she was in the movie. You had Game of Thrones, you had Westworld, like you had Central. Star Wars, and yeah. then you had like Woody from Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> I like how Woody is still associated with like a bartender from Cheers. Like, of all the amazing stuff that Woody Harrelson has done yeah. over the years, it's like, oh yeah, Woody from Cheers. Woody from Cheers. Yeah. So it was well, and his name in the movie is Captain. Is Beckett. Woody Captain Woody? <laughs> Captain Beckett. I know it's is Beckett. his name. Yes, and my son's name is Beckett. It is. So in the, in the in the show, he's like he's he named after looked me. At me and, and I'm not kidding. And the six year old, God bless his heart, he goes, "Daddy, do you think they heard about my name and they thought it would be a good name for the the movie?" And that's I'm like, bro, no no more arrogant words have ever been spoken. That was amazing. Yes, I definitely think it's because they heard of your name yeah. and that is why they did. Obviously, I didn't say that to my kid, but did in you my throw head. A, a hashtag ego at him. Hashtag ego. <laughs> Yeah, Bex, your name, <laughs> your name is the reason they made yeah. that character named Captain Beckett. Star Wars, one of the biggest movies of the year. Uh, so good. I love it. Yeah. All right. Huge week. For, thank you guys for listening this week. Yeah. Huge week for us next week. I'm going to finish my Punchable sucker Social. now. Yeah. Lick away and chomp away hey, at your sucker. How, you did I, how did I do on the, uh, the uh, Jagoff Rico meter this oh, week? Oh. I'm going to be started <laughs> on that. Free Brady. Uh, Free Brady. It's garbage. You want to give me like like 10 minutes where I can just like talk? Yeah, why don't we do that? The podcast is over. Goodbye, everybody. Go ahead, Rick. Yeah. So the people over there. Why are are you doing your golf voice again? Playing that weird game. I don't know what they're doing. Let's go play the game with them, actually. All right. We're going to go. Yeah. Hey, uh, shout out to Thunderhawk, home of the Zero Chance Pod. And uh, thank you, A.L. Smith, for hosting us today. Stoked to be at Punchbowl Social next week. Thanks to this guy for this watermelon sucker. From Mexico. From Mexico. What is that? It's from Mexico. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks for nothing. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. We love you. And we'll check in next week from Punchbowl Social. sweet.